Drum roll, please. Well, hi there. I'm big. And I am white. And together, we are big and white. And you are listening to the Big and White Podcast, a podcast where we explore what it means to be a foreigner in Asia. So, what are we talking about today, White? Well, have you ever wanted to watch a movie and you were like, I kind of like romantic comedies, but I also like action and I also like dramas. Man, I wish that there was a movie that was every (laughs) single one, every five minutes. This is what we are bringing to you today. We are going to open up an entire new world for you. We are talking about Nepali movies. A whole new world. A scary place you don't (laughs) understand. Yes, so we are here to help you get a small taste of the amazing thing that is Hollywood. So you may have heard the term Bollywood, which is the India version of Hollywood. Why does it start with a B? Because it's in Bombay. Which is now Mumbai. We can't call it Mumbai anymore. It's confusing. And so the Nepal version is called Hollywood because of Kathmandu. So creative. (laughs) And surprise, it's not called like Phil Mandu or something like that. (laughs) Everything here is Mandu. There's like a food delivery service, it's Food Mandu. There's a craft store, it's called Craft Mandu. (laughs) It goes on and on. Anyway. Yeah, so today we're going to be watching a Nepali film trailer and reacting to it and trying to like do commentary for it live. Explain it to you so you can understand the joy of Nepali movies. But before we get into that, I wanted to ask you, Big, what's the best thing that happened to you within like the last 24 hours? Spin me a tale. Ooh, 24 hours. Let's see. It's 5 p.m. on a Sunday, so 5 p.m. Saturday. Well, yesterday was my Nepal-iversary. Woo! A word that I personally coined and I'm super proud of. Wow, I didn't even know that. It, like, slipped so easily into my dialect. Yes, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I typically, for my Nepal-iversary, I'll, like, go out to a special restaurant and get some special food or something. But this year, I had a little soiree at my house and a bunch of my favorite people came over. She didn't invite me. (laughs) just kidding (laughs) you're gonna make our listeners think i'm evil (laughs) i just wanted to broadcast to the world that i had this party and i didn't invite my (laughs) (laughs) co-host yeah it was super great we were planning to do it outside on this nice porch that's open has this great view of the city but it started raining so then we all crammed onto our other tiny covered porch but it actually ended up being really fun we brought in a little coffee table and our friend like was a bartender and was mixing all these fancy different exciting drinks for us and it was awesome it was like better stocked than most bars that i've been to here (laughs) we know we know how to do it over here (laughs) all of us are like the whiskey club walking towards your house like all our like the noise models (laughs) you know you know how it is 
Fine. Yeah. If you don't agree, listeners, then you can <laughs> tell us, you judgmental things. Send us a, a sound clip of you making bottle noises, yes, please, please and we will play it on the show. Oh, I look forward to this. It's going to be a good moment. But yeah, I was extremely pleased. It was an amazing party, a great dynamic of people. We talked about everything from which state in America is the best. <clears throat> it's pretty obvious. <laughs> By as evidenced by my amazing California theme playlist that I played, <laughs> that got taken over by the New Zealand. I mean, by the Kiwi. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was a joyous time. Yeah, you guys all wish you were there. <laughs> we like stayed out until like eleven o'clock at night. Party, which is people. really late here. <laughs> I yeah, mean. everyone was locked in. I had to go downstairs and unlock our gates. Yeah, so I could go home. I'm like, I told my landlords that they need to leave the gate unlocked, but I should still go home, like, just in case. <laughs> it could be locked. This is a thing here. People are, like, obsessed with locking things. So, even some houses at, like, 8 p.m., they lock the gate from the inside. And <laughs> you're just like, if yep. you want to get in, you have to call your landlord. And it's super awkward. I've definitely gotten locked out at 7.50. <laughs> it was dramatic. <laughs> Oh, uh, anyway, so, so what happened to you in the last 24 hours that was delightful and or amazing, exciting? Mine is so boring compared to yours. <laughs> so this morning, I went out to meet somebody for lunch and I was cycling there. Wait, are you going to say the great thing that happened to you is you actually left your house on a weekend? That is really, <laughs> yeah, you guys, this is like a big deal. So I went somewhere on a Friday night and hung out with people. I went somewhere on Saturday night and hung out with people. And on Sunday, I left my house at like 1130. I'm amazed. Most of the time, Mind it's like blown. three days of me not leaving. Like <laughs> Not my, even going to the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, like my top lock of my door is still bolted by the time I leave for work on Monday. <sighs> That's how you know it's a good weekend. Yeah. I'm like a little bit miserable, but mostly good after that but anyway yeah so i've been just so busy and popular this weekend so i was going to meet my friend for lunch and i was cycling there and it's monsoon season right now which means that it's rained a lot and um everything kind of turns into mud and puddles and uh the roads kind of wash out like even the ones that are paved they end up being all potholes and so I was going along this one road, and we, I came to this humongous part that's all puddles. But they're all filled up, so you can't tell which is actual road and which is puddles. And so I was like, mm, I think I remember where the safe spot is. And so I'm, like, going along happily, and then all of a sudden I go into one that's, like, nine inches deep. And, of course, all these motorcyclists are looking at me and stuff. Um, but that's not what's amazing. I was really <laughs> mad. It's so good. I went into this huge puddle. Great day. I'm a glutton for punishment. Um, I was so mad that my pants were going to be dirty and I was so like my feet were all muddy and stuff. And I was like, well, whatever. I have to meet my friend. But when I got to the restaurant and looked at my feet, like my actual foot was dirty, but my pants were completely dry and mud free. And, like, even the part under my, like, my ankles under my pants, you know how that works? Yes. <laughs> um, like, my jean material, my pant material was covering them. They were, like, disgusting, but my pants were completely clean. That's magical. 
Yeah, so I'm wearing these, like, new pants that are, like, special trekking pants by a company called Koala Tree, and they're freaking awesome. Yeah, they're real stretchy. I tried them on. They are. And also... the crotch gusset. Yeah, whole crotch gusset. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I looked them up online, and they're, like, super ethical manufacturing and all that good stuff, so... So if you need trekking pants or just want like really comfortable pants or if you like are a person who likes walking through puddles but you don't like your pants to be dirty, buy these. They're not sponsoring us, but Oh man, us. I wish they were. Please. I should email them. Yeah. I might get on that. Yeah, girl. I did leave them like an amazing review when I got home from lunch. Nice. <laughs> They're like, this can't even be real. Nobody can love us that You're much. Like, let me start. I live in Nepal. <laughs> I did. <laughs> There's a whole backstory to this review. <laughs> oh, man. Well, congratulations on your amazing pants. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, very happy. I would like to thank the Academy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of sponsors, I think it's time for an ad break. Does your driveway have puddles? Getting tired of getting your pants muddy on your commute? Boy, have we got the solution for you. Have you ever tried sticking random crap like rocks and bricks in the water? Sponsoring our podcast today, this ethically and locally sourced solution is the one you need. I've been trying it for a while, and I'm really happy with the results. I can hop from rock to brick to rock and not even get my feet muddy. Unless, of course... Someone else is coming toward me (laughs) on the same path. Be sure to check out our sponsor at www.rocksandbricks.com slash bigandwhite to support the podcast. If you mention Big and White at checkout, a special promotional rate is available for you. The price will go from free to free. And we're back from our ad break. I think it's time. Is it time? It's time. It's time, time for another ad. <laughs> but this one's a movie ad. Yes. I'm so excited. So the trailer that we are about to watch is called Chuckapunja. I asked in Nepali what it meant, and she didn't even really know, except that it had to do something with goofiness. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Okay. But it is, fun fact, the highest grossing Nepali movie to date. Ever made. Yeah. Wow. I actually saw the sequel to this in theaters, and it was supposed to be really funny, and (laughs) um, the person I was with and I would laugh at different parts, and then the Nepalis in the audience would laugh hysterically at parts that we were like, what? (laughs) Like, terrible things would be happening in the movie, and they would be cracking up, and we're like, that's abuse! Yeah, Nepalis love physical comedy. They're into it. Yeah, so much punching. Yeah, with weird sound It was a terrible movie. I'm sorry. (laughs) But, like, from my Western perspective, there was so much violence and, like, messed up love triangles that I left it being like, yeesh. (laughs) Like, she ended up riding off into the sunset with somebody who tried to murder somebody a minute before. Mm, Anyway, that's the sequel. Okay, so what we're going to watch right now is the trailer for the original movie, which came out in 2016. Is that right? Right. Okay, I can't wait. Okay. We are going to try and give you blow by blow, literal blow by blow. (laughs) 
Okay, it's the title. We're ready. It's our Highlight Snippet, movie and music distributor. It's so dramatic already. Ooh, he's driving on a cool road. Ooh, he looks intense. He's got a mustache with a little soul patch. Ooh, it just went graphic novel. <laughs> From the makers of something else. When are you going to get married? Oh, I'm so busy right now. <laughs> Frowny daughter. What are you talking about? Are you trying to that marry me That guy is like dad? 48 years old. Oh, Ooh, no. Someone escaped from the... He's bald except for like a key with the back of his head. Did he just say... Oh, he said visa. He said poop. <laughs> so he's trying to go overseas, but you can't get a visa. It's too hard. They're yelling at somebody for somebody to come outside. Only his head sticking out. He just got tested annoying voice and he talks like this. He bothers me so much. Uh, the creeper guy just made a kissing noise. His name is Raja. Raja. Ooh, this looks romantic. There's Ooh, music. They're, they're standing in a field. Oh, he just snuck up behind her. Ooh, the classic group of men chatting about something. Over tea. I mean, over tea. Yeah, the one funny guy with a mustache and who over-exaggerates everything. He's got giant glasses. Ooh, a wife yelling at her husband. You gotta have that scene. Absolutely. We all know that wives are angry all the time. And the husband is a complete idiot who doesn't understand. I didn't <laughs> and really? someone just shot a rifle. What? Oh uh, no! Oh, wiping who away died? tears. More angry music. Money. Money a cop. He just ran into a tree. Oh, oh it's getting punching at the same time. More crying. Oh my gosh! Funeral oh, pyre. Dying. Why would you go overseas? Oh, Nepali trumpets. Everyone's getting flower necklaces. <laughs> Probably before they go they overseas. There's a plane. Ooh, the creeper got on his motorcycle again. Three guys on the back of a motorcycle, followed by three more people. Fuck up, Hamza. Hey, Baba. You always end the trailer with like people talking. Like, oh, there's another sound effect. Yeah, they like to be like. In the title credits, but I have no idea what that movie is about, except people going overseas. Yeah, it's supposed to be like like I've heard people be like. It's a really good film because it highlights all these issues that are happening in Nepal right now. And I'm like, oh. Issues of three <laughs> I guess people punching like one person at a time. Major brain drain. Like a yeah. lot of people leave Nepal and work in another country. That's true. A few years ago, I don't know what the statistic is now, but I heard that 25% of Nepal's GDP is sent in from outside the country. Oh. So, like, people who live in other countries and send money to their families. Whoa. 25%. That's insane. That is insane. Yeah. It's crazy. There's, like, whole villages where there's, like, no men. Yeah. Okay, well, do you want to go through and do a, a slower play-by-play where we really dig down sure. and explain this to people? Can we actually listen to what the Nepali says? Yes, that would be helpful. Cool. Okay, okay so we'll play it and then pause for a second and explain. Oh. 
मोदी टेलर शुरू संसार में सब भाई गाड़ी कुन किंग संग I don't know. It's I can understand scene. words, but I don't. Something is more than something else. I, I I can understand it. It's um, they're driving on this like beautiful road near rice paddies, though. It's really nice. This is like two guys. Yeah, so it's the creepy guy sitting driving, and then some weirdo behind him on the <laughs> Royal Enfield, which is like the Harley of Nepal and India. Look at all those rings he's wearing. And look, you oh, can Nepal see the other motorcycle rings. with, the, with, <laughs> with the, camera. the camera on it and reflected on the mirror. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> that would be so fun to see. What a hard job to like, yeah. try to drive and film. I mean, obviously, there's two guys. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, though. There's probably like four guys. There's like a, also a makeup guy who's like <laughs> dabbing Raja off as they drive. <laughs> Okay. Okay. What happens next? Delayed cooking. Parking. I I don't know what the other guy asked. But his answer was parking. <laughs> I thought he said something about cooking. You <laughs> can't even grow a proper beard. I'm <laughs> judging. <laughs> okay. I got the classic uh, classic time lapse cityscape. It's always a good one. So we know we're in Kathmandu. But then we jump straight to a village setting that is the cleanest village house I've ever seen. Yeah, they always do this in Nepali movies. It's like they use regular villages, but then it's so clean. You're like, do you not even have chickens in your village? <laughs> they, well, they do it in the city, too. I'm like, where are these houses? Like, who are these rich people with fancy lawns? I don't I've never seen those no. houses. All right. What's this guy going to say to the old man sitting on the porch? <laughs> How old were you when you got married? Yeah. And then Mr. Mustache wow, and Fancy Hat. Wow, he's so mustache <laughs> I've never seen a Nepali with that much mustache. Yeah. That's, I wonder if he has like a, like a false mustache. <laughs> Indians got a little do that. Help. Really? Yeah. It's a big deal. Like a mustache toupee? Yes. What? You're like, I don't think that's real. And then it gets sweaty and you're like, that's not real. <gasps> oh my gosh. That's hilarious. All right, mustache All right. man says at thirty-five. Yeah. Did you get any of that? <laughs> no, but the other guy's reaction was very shocked. So he must be giving him a hard time about his marriage. So we're we're introducing the characters. I see what's happening. So we're learning that this guy got married at thirty-five. Maybe he's supposed to actually be like twenty-two. No, he said, when did you get married? Yeah. Hi, guys. Editing big from the future here. Just wanted to let you know that as I'm editing this, I'm understanding the Nepali a lot better. So if you speak Nepali and you're thinking that we're crazy, well, you're right. But if you don't speak Nepali, you didn't even notice. So just pretend we understand everything 100%. That's all. It took me like a year to figure out that that really fast way of saying bio well, uh, actually meant bio. Bio means happened. Like past tense stuff. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, there's All the right. guy coming out the window on the top story of the house. Man, that haircut. Yeah. Uh, shaved head with the like rat tail behind. 
You'll be happy to know in the second movie that is gone. He's just bald. Oh, that does actually make me feel I, I think better. actually in this movie, the girl that he's interested in thinks it's super hot. Gross. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Okay. Full disclosure, though. I, I don't know if I've ever been attracted to an appalling man. Maybe one or two. So <laughs> probably not the best judge of whether it's a good hairstyle or not. I mean, rat tails were a thing when I was growing up. <laughs> yeah, well, and Nepal is like 20 years behind in fashion. Yeah. All the men still wear like 1980s clothes. That's true. So. I don't even have to use a fake name for the boy in my class that had a rat tail because we all <laughs> called him Tater. Oh, <laughs> he doesn't even need a pseudonym. Oh, Tater. That wasn't like his real name. But I wonder what he's up to nowadays. Ugh, I don't even know. He was one of my boyfriends in kindergarten, actually. <laughs> White was super popular. She peaked her dating life in kindergarten with two boyfriends at the same oh, time. Oh, yeah. Playa. Wait, did they both know? Yeah. So you guys were one like One was like in the morning that he would like rush up and give me a hug. And then the other one would rush up and give me a hug. It was pretty sweet. <laughs> I'm pretty jealous, not going to lie. <laughs> Okay, anyway. Let's see what this movie trailer is. What is he going to do? He's jumping out of a window onto the roof right now. Slow-mo land on the ground with a big sound When is he going to Kathmandu? Yeah. He's probably like, I caught you running away. Are you going to Kathmandu? Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think he's trying to go to a foreign country. Uh-huh. So he's giving him a hard time about you can't just get a free visa. It's like hard to get a visa, right? Like, I think how so. How are you planning to go overseas? What are you doing? And Mr. Shaved Head Rat Tail is it's like frowning a lot. I haven't thought about any of this. Oh, no. I thought I was just going to jump out of my window with my umbrella. <laughs> That's all I need, right? Well, I'm about to turn into a graphic novel. <laughs> I got bigger things on my plate. <laughs> That looks like Kathmandu. Like suburbs, right? Yeah. In the Wari area. There's people sitting on top of a bus. Always good. Got some markets outside. Everything is brown because of dust. That's realistic. Because dust. Wait, I just have to show you that. Look at this guy. It like <laughs> speeds it up. <laughs> I think the actual bus was going like five miles an hour and they sped it majorly up. So there's like a pedestrian that's like, la da da da. It's perfect for a traffic episode. True. <sighs> okay, so now there's a group of people standing outside a house. Yeah, that's all I got. What? I couldn't hear the first one, but the other The first one was something, and the second one was something about glasses? Yeah. What? You don't know. He doesn't want to come out of the house without his glasses? I feel like I understand less of this movie when I actually listen to what they're saying. He lost his glasses. Yeah, he, fell. he lost both of his glasses. 
Oh, man, his voice drives me so crazy. Yeah, it's very cartoony. Yeah. Like, I feel like the whole movie's like that with the sound effects and, like, you know, the bad guy who's super bad and frowny. And the funny guy who's so funny. Ugh. And the, the drunk guy who talks like that. It's very I one you my glasses. I can't go outside. <laughs> Ooh, he made the creamy kissing noise toward that lady. Why? How is that, like, cool? How does that make her want him? I don't get it. Oh, she wins. I'm so creepy with my sunglasses. Oh, you can't go after her. She's married. What did that have to do with the pig? <laughs> he said something about sunglasses. What? No, play it again. <laughs> Who, he thinks someone is like a pig, but who? Her husband, Maybe his probably. friend, probably. <laughs> Making that kissing noise at that girl. You're just like a pig, bro. Oh, I can't even tell you how happy I would be to smack someone if they did that to me here. Yeah, or anywhere, really. Amazing. Sometimes I have a lot of pent-up aggression. I'm just waiting to let out. Just backhand that straight up. Mm. Keep it cool, man. She's wearing a sari. Look, now they're dancing. Oh, there's really nice music. They're falling in love. I just love that his like romantic gesture is to come up on her when she's like standing with her eyes closed <laughs> and he's just like up on her neck like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, Nepali women like creepy dudes. <sighs> also, this movie's a musical. I don't know if I forgot to tell you. Oh, yeah. Every movie is a musical. That's right. Because it's every genre. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But whenever they have the love song, they always are in these, like, really magical places that don't exist in real life. Like, they're on this pretty lawn with a bench overlooking a village, and there's all these lights on the ground for ambience, and they're holding an umbrella, even though only half the sky has clouds in it. Oh, yeah. This does kind of look like Kurtipur, though. Yeah, that's true. It's probably, it's a red umbrella, so I'm sure it's very symbolic. Mm -hmm. Hi. Editing big again. So at this point in watching the trailer, White's computer started freaking out. So we decided to stop watching the trailer and start talking about the movie as a whole. Enjoy. So what do you actually think that the plot of that movie was? Ooh, that's a great question. I have no idea. Okay, so I think the creepy guy on the motorcycle is in love with that girl. And he does the classic Nepali thing of just annoying them a lot until they fall in love with you. I'm not really sure how that happens, but I feel like that's a theme in every movie. It's like, I'm mm. so annoying. Like, I'm just going to try to be funny around you. And the girl's like frowning at them like, no, ugh, gross, you're terrible. <laughs> and then they like sing a song and get together. <laughs> it's like feeling very hard to get, I guess. So I think that's going to happen. Yeah. But her dad wants her to marry that other creepy guy. There's too many creepy guys. Which one? The, the, the girl with the round face? I don't know. I only like noticed. at the beginning. How of many the... girls were there? I feel like it was all men. Let's see. So there was this girl, her. Yeah. The one that's unhappy. And oh, then... is that different from the other girl that he's singing? There's with? another one. Oh, yeah. The pretty one. He's going to get with the pretty one. You're good. He's going to steal her Have from someone else. Have you seen this and then everyone wants to go overseas and like their parents aren't happy about it and i don't know why there's a gun but there always has to be a gun absolutely um i think 
uh, why do you think that guy was getting punched? Which guy? <laughs> Where it was like a point of view camera of their all their fists coming mm. down on his face. Oh yeah, <laughs> in the woods. I don't remember? I I feel like there's probably a lot of trading off of women in this movie. Oh no! Like, I think. Sh- mm. Okay, admittedly, I've seen this movie, but I can't <laughs> remember the difference between the first and second one. But one of these ladies is married to somebody else, and her husband is in a foreign country. And then the guy with the motorcycle, whose name is Raja, which means king, who is, like, so cool. (laughs) I think they have a love affair. Okay. And then her husband comes back, and something terrible happens, but I don't remember what. Mm. Probably punching. Probably (laughs) punching. (laughs) Okay, so now that we just kind of speculated about what this movie plot actually is. Let's read a synopsis and find out how right and or wrong we were. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here is the plot as per Wikipedia, who we love and trust. Raja is a rich but illiterate man enjoying his life with his friends Atit, Saraswati, Magne, (laughs) and Moody. Um, rich but illiterate <laughs> yeah <laughs> i i really hope someone describes me <laughs> with those two adjectives someday she's rich but illiterate <laughs> he is not willing to marry despite his mother's repeated requests citing his neighbor's condition after the marriage oh so he mm. was watching his friend who hated being married and then his dad is like when are you going to get married? And he's like, maybe when I'm 35, I have a fake mustache. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? And his friend Atit is jobless, but falling in love with Brenda. Oh, sorry. The syntax of this isn't so good. Um, With Brenda and asks her father for marriage. Brenda's father refuses, but is ready to marry when Atit gets the U.S. diversity visa. He marries Brenda. That's so specific. Oh, that's what I remember he was talking about in the beginning. It's like something about getting a free visa. Mm. He was probably like, if you get the diversity visa, then you can marry my daughter. He marries Brenda and goes to the U.S. promising Brenda to take, I guess, to bring her when the papers are ready. However... Brenda falls in love. Dun dun dun! With the creepy guy? With Raja! No! And they have the intimate relations. <laughs> we love you, Wikipedia. Magne stays with his mother, who becomes sick, after which he knows that the mother loves him so much. He then vies for employment abroad. Saraswati <laughs> bemoans his father for his feminine name. <laughs> Saraswati is feminine. Dad, why would you name me this? It's like a boy named Sue. (laughs) And he loves a village girl, Bishnu. Saraswati goes abroad for employment after Bishnu's father challenged him with earning money. So everyone's going abroad for different reasons. Mm. Oh, Booty is married but jobless. Booty is incited to beat up his wife by his friends by drinking alcohol. I think this is the miserable one, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this leads to serious row between the couple and Booty's wife go to her brother's house. <laughs> when taking revenge with the Booty's brother-in-law, Chompy criticizes Raja. However, she accept- accepts the cumbersome proposal for marriage from him. 
then Champa brings Raja into the track and brings happiness to his family. Man, I don't even understand it written out. <laughs> but in the twist of the story, <laughs> there's more. Because it was simple until now, Champa and Aryan try to kill Raja and they elope. I don't even know who Aryan is. Wait, who elopes? And <laughs> Champa? Champa and Aryan? I I'm guess so lost. they haven't talked about Ariane, but Can I'm we just, just calling keep... people like Guy One and Guy Two because I don't track know of them. Names. Raja, aka Guy on the motorcycle, is angry. He looks for the duo. He moves to Kathmandu. He finds them in Kathmandu, and he is unable to go abroad because of man-powered agency, and now has become a goon. <laughs> I want to meet the person that wrote this synopsis. A big fan. Raja with his friends Saraswati Magne and Budi locate Champa and Aryan only to get surprised when Atit as the bride for his wife, Champa. What? I don't know. There's another <laughs> wedding going on. Everyone's getting married. Wait, I, can we rewind? Did the girl whose husband was in America agree to marry Raja? It sounded that way, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Unless it was another girl. No, I don't think it was. I mean, there's a lot of romantic scenes of them in the trailer, yeah. so it's probably them. I don't know, but I know he became a goon. Um, Sad end for Mr. Creeper. Somebody else, oh, the her husband, Atit, reveals that after his return, he knew about Raja and Brenda's relationship and planned the plot to make Raja feel when you lose someone you dearly love. <laughs> but... In the end, Atit marries Champa. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Brenda, who was already married, who was in love with Raja and vice versa, her husband is in love with somebody else, and he ends up marrying that girl. So did they get a divorce? No. They're probably just all like <laughs> temple weddings. It's like nothing official. Oh, so then that happens just, in the second They film. just do like tradesies. Yeah. Oh, my As goodness. one does. As one does. Sounds like a really happy ending. So, yeah, he ends up with this other lady, and Raja becomes a hermit um, and gives birth to a baby. Wait, Raja? Yep. How does Raja give birth to a baby? No, Raja. Oh, I probably skipped. Raja becomes a hermit while Brenda uh, stays at Raja's house and gives birth to a baby. Oh, Wait, are you a hermit that is if you have a girl at your house? A douche move. <laughs> Raja. So, okay, wait. Let me see Let me see if I can get this straight. This movie is about men going overseas and then their wives cheating on them. But then it's okay because their husband was actually in love with another girl anyway. And let's just, let's just switch it up, do some swinger action. Yeah. And I'll walk off into the sunset? I guess so. Okay. Great. It Good. ends by saying, uh, Saraswati marries Vishnu and Booty reconciles with his wife before going for foreign employment. Magne, now with his mother, proposes Deepa for marriage. Case closed. The end. Got it. But also in the second film, like, the girl who has the baby is a lawyer. <laughs> and she's like she living just, in like, Kathmandu and went is to all law rich. School? Yeah, but Suddenly. then in the middle of the movie, she like I don't know has like a breakdown or something and goes back to like primary school <laughs> in the village. I was like, is this a flashback? And she like falls back in love with Raja because like she was married movie. to somebody else. Where he goes? Uh. To- <laughs> 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 he goes to get. <laughs> 
wow, I didn't know your face could do that. <laughs> you look so disgusting. <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. Yep. Cool. There you guys go. I know you understand it. Yeah, just, I mean, totally got it now. And I know you're all inspired to go watch this movie. Yeah. They should sponsor us, too. Everyone should sponsor us. I don't think they would want to sponsor <laughs> us. Well, all these great things that we've said about their show. <laughs> Old, nasty mustache, less nasty mustache. Creeper, uh, dude. Kissy oh, face. Raja, though. He really mm. is not a good guy. No. Yeah, that's, it's not like one of those things where you're like, they make you root for the bad guy like Dexter, or is like he actually supposed to be a cool guy and because we're big and white, we can see through his grossness? I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand. That's one of those ones that's like, even if I understood all the words, I still wouldn't understand. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, I got this. And then a new on. plot comes and I'm like, no, <laughs> how did you come back? You were dead. There's 1200 characters. It's like a Russian novel. <laughs> I have also seen like Bollywood films, like the Indian films here in the theaters. And I can't speak Hindi like Napoleon Hindi are related, but not mutually intelligible. So yeah, it's sort of like, like Spanish and Portuguese or Spanish yeah. and Italian. So if you know one, it's, pretty easy to learn the other one but like nepalis will always ask us like, oh you speak nepali so you must understand hindi right sure. like no like i <laughs> am trying my best at nepali yeah but anyway i understood the hindi films better than <laughs> nepali films <laughs> i can't understand a word you're saying but i know yeah. exactly what's going on yep well nepal don't stop making your highly entertaining films yeah. apparently someone appreciates them they're coming along i think I mean, I don't want to, like, there's, conform them to a Western, like, my Western taste. No, but, yeah, I feel like there's more, like, indie films coming out, too, mm -hmm. that are, like, more, like, one genre. And I feel like that's kind of, I don't know, at least to me, that feels more accessible. This Wikipedia article described this Chakapunja as um, a dark comedy. Oh, okay. I can, that makes sense. Yeah. I feel like that, that it, like, excuses you, allows you to do whatever <laughs> you want. <laughs> yeah. You just, like, keep adding adjectives to comedy, and you're like, fine. Dark, musical, violent comedy. <laughs> See, the dark part allows you to do anything serious you want, and the comedy part allows you to do anything lighthearted you want. Yeah. So you cover all your bases. It also said, due to piracy problems, the movie re was released in YouTube. <laughs> mm -hmm. They just gave up. They're like, everyone's yeah. stealing it anyway. Go watch it. Well, I, for one, am going to think very hard about watching this movie. I never <laughs> do it. <laughs> well, it seems like my computer just broke, so I guess I won't be watching it. <laughs> so sad. Okay, well, I think that was a pretty great movie synopsis, and I know all of you are blown away. Yeah. By our knowledge of Nepali <laughs> and the culture that we live in for multiple years yeah. now. Yeah, we're pretty much experts by now. So I think it's time dun, 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 for our segment of the week. This segment is called If You Did That in America. And this <laughs> week, it's phone edition. We like to talk about phone stuff so much <laughs> yeah you may have heard us talk about nepali phone etiquette before but we're never gonna stop nope 
So uh, the idea of this segment, if you did that in America, is that things in Nepal are so, that are so, so normal. Uh, if you did that in America, or really any other Western country, people would think you were crazy insane. <laughs> Just straight up. And our examples from this week come from Bones. So, White, would you like to go first? Yeah, so... I try to answer every single phone call that comes my way, regardless of if I know the number or not. It's just we don't have voicemail and you need to probably will need to talk to whoever is trying to call you. But there are some calls that I purposefully do not pick up. <laughs> so um, I've gotten quite a few marriage proposals since living here. I think we talked about this on another episode. But um, I you continue your streak from kindergarten. I I don't want to get married to these people, <laughs> and they want to get married to me. So, um, I guess in Nepal it's totally okay to like continuously call someone, as we talked about in the trailer. Like you just annoy a woman until she's yeah. like, "Fan, I'll marry you. <laughs> I already have a husband, but like, whatevs." <laughs> So I think that's what's happening here. That's just mind blown. I just realized that. But yeah, so I have somebody that I met in the village who calls me often and I haven't picked up the phone in about six months. <laughs> but <laughs> he's still calling? trying. Wow. Still trying. Persistent. But you guys, I am so big and white. Like I am at least a foot taller than him. Oh and I probably have a good like 50 pounds on him. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I don't want to carry my husband across the threshold of our house. <laughs> I just can't do it. There's some, like, you know, gender stereotypes that I'm okay with breaking, but that isn't one of them. No. When wow. he, like, crashes the motorbike and, like, I pick it up instead of him. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Well, my example of weird Nepali phone etiquette that would be crazy in america is people calling you so early in the morning mm. oh my gosh there's this guy that we met on one of our work trips and he just calls everyone so to say hi yeah but and it's he, not like it's pretty good once in a while I'll just check in yeah how you doing you know but he called me like 7 a.m on a saturday another time i had this old man it was a wrong number call me at, it was seriously i think it was before 6 a.m and i just ignored the call it was a number i didn't know and i was like whatever he called me back four times. So on the fifth <sighs> time, I answered. And I was like, what the heck? <laughs> like, who are you calling? And he's like, where are you? It's like, oh, my gosh. I'm, this is not the right number. And he's like, where are you? <laughs> like, Why don't you believe me? It's like, I'm a foreigner. And then he was like, oh. <laughs> Gears okay, <bye>. moving. <laughs> Why, like, who was he calling that would have been okay with him calling at, like, 5.55 a.m.? I just, it hurts my heart. I feel like our, we have hours, like, yeah. you maybe after 7, depending on the person, yeah. and then, like, before 9 p.m., right? Yep. Is that, like, American rules? Yep. I would say, like, 9 to 9 would be my... 9? Oh, yeah. you wouldn't even call someone at 8 a.m. Depends on who it is, but, mm -hmm. like, if I don't know them really well, mm -hmm. if I don't know their schedule. Okay, yeah. Because 9 a.m. would be like, that's when you get to the office. You know, it's when your like day officially starts in my mind. That's true. I can see that. I've always worked at 
jobs that start at stupid 7 a.m. So. <laughs> yeah. So that was our segment of the week. I hope you guys enjoy that. Please don't try this at home. No. Just a reminder. Please. If you have any negative repercussions from calling someone a hundred times and or calling them at five in the morning, don't blame us. No. We are free of liability. In America, you're just going to terrify people by calling them once. Yeah. Any time of the day. <laughs> What's wrong? You didn't text? You voice called? Did someone die? <laughs> True facts. All right. Well, you guys are the best. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. And remember that we are on all the social medias. All two of them. Uh, we have an Instagram page that is going to be, it's going to have some good stuff this week. I mean, we have a millennial in charge of it, so you know it's yeah. going to be good. I'm pretty excited about it. And we also have a Facebook page that you can follow to be reminded when our episodes are posted. Um, we and post every Wednesday. Yeah, that's that's not that hard (laughs) to remember. (laughs) Also, our podcast is available pretty much most places that you would listen to a podcast. So Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, all the things. Um, But please, if you like us, or even if you don't like us, would you go on iTunes and rate Big and White? So that more people can know what it feels like to be big and white. And you can also tell your real life friends to listen to us. Yeah. If you like listening to our voices, they probably will too. Uh, We also have a Patreon. I feel so cliche saying that, but uh, we're not doing this podcast to make money. So don't even feel pressure to give us money. But we have spent a good little investment on getting our graphic design and equipment and other stuff like that. So if you like our podcast and you want to help us out, then go to patreon.com slash big white podcast. Yeah, you guys are the best. Please remember the big white secret. Keep us anonymous, bros. We love our anonymity. It makes us feel really special. Yeah, we're like celebrities. Exactly. Don't let the paparazzi find us. Paparazzi, aka just normal Nepalese <laughs> at the zoo. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening, and we'll end with our traditional Nepali phone call. Goodbye. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. 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 All right. All right. Okay. All right. Bye. 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 Okay. Bye. 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 Bye